Amen. You may make your way back to your seats. Remain standing. If you have your Bibles, let's go to Hebrews chapter 12. Remember to keep in prayer all of those that are sick, especially the socias tonight. Keep them in your prayers. Pray for those that are traveling. Amen. Many people out. All kinds of things. Amen. We're glad you made your way to the house of the Lord on a Wednesday night. Jesus. Amen. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1, Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us. And let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus. Everybody say, looking unto Jesus. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Amen. I want to preach tonight with the help of the Holy Ghost. Breakthrough is a must. Breakthrough is a must. Amen. If it's appropriate, reach over and join up with your neighbor one more time. Let's pray that the Holy Ghost would have its perfect way in this house tonight. God, we thank you for your understand your word, that we can receive your word. Come on, why don't you clap your hands to the Lord one more time. Name of Jesus. Name of Jesus. Amen. You may be seated. I want to methodically do my best to deliver what the Lord has given me in prayer today. The Bible says, as we've read, Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us. Amen. The writer would tell us that we are, we are encompassed, we are compassed about, we are surrounded with so great a cloud of witnesses, this being those referenced in the 11th chapter of Hebrews, the hall of faith, as many would call it, amen, and, and those that have gone on before us, we are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses. He said, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us, amen. It is not a hard task for weight and for sin to get you off track, amen. It's, it's what weights and sins have been doing for thousands and thousands of years. Amen. And, and, and I, don't want, I don't want you to be ignorant of Satan's devices tonight. But we must understand that, that it doesn't matter how strong you are as a man or how strong you are as a woman. You are not capable of bearing weight and sin and running this race that is set before us tonight. have been called to run a race with 
patience amen a race that is set before us but we are in this i know we're not of this world but we are in this world and and whether you want to to come to grips with it or not the fact of the matter is that there are so many things trying to take the time and responsibility in your life away from the responsibility of the race that is set before us and the writer of hebrews said you got to you have to be focused in you have to you have to be responsible you have to be intentional about looking through your life finding the weights finding the sins lay them aside so that you can run the race amen amen he says looking unto jesus the author and finisher of our faith amen Looking unto G, you have to keep your focus right. Amen. You, you can't try to run this race and, and look at everything around you. If we could take an example from the apostle Peter, he was doing fine, miraculously walking on the water while he kept his eyes on the Lord Jesus. But as he began to, to, to divert his eyes to everything going on, the tumultuousness in his atmosphere, all of a sudden he begins to sink in his environment. You've got to keep looking unto Jesus. Amen. And so, so our first focus, and I, I know, I know we get caught up in life every day. We wake up, we got jobs and, and, and family and responsibility and all these things. But we must understand the number one focus in our lives is that we must make it to heaven. Amen. 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 I, I know this sounds elementary, preaching to apostolics about making it to heaven. But if we're not careful, we can lose focus on the one thing that matters in this life. Above all else, I must be saved. Come on, I need somebody to help me tonight. Amen. It don't matter if you ever make a million dollars. It don't matter if you ever have a mansion. It don't, it don't matter if you ever own a Corvette. If you can say, I'm on my way to heaven. Come. Amen. Amen. We get so caught up in day-to-day in -day life and in responsibility and so many things. And I understand we have to be stewards and we are living in this world. And we're trying to be a witness and we're trying to be successful. But God, don't ever let the apostolic church lose focus of the main thing above all else. I must be saved. God, Man, 2 Peter chapter 3, but the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with a fervent heat. You know gold is an element, right? Everything that you store, it's going to melt with a fervent heat. The earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up, seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved. Amen. Look around. Everything around you is going to be dissolved. Yeah. 
everything that you've devoted your life to is going to melt in a fervent heat. What manner of persons ought you to be in all holy, everybody say all holy conversation. Yeah, not half holy conversation, sometimes holy, no, in all holy conversation and godly. Help me right now to preach this word. Amen. I, I believe that it's, it's a device of Satan to try to get your mind off the fact that as, as Paul would write, it's going to happen in a moment in the twinkling of an eye. There's going to be a trumpet sound. The eastern sky is going to split like they sang about tonight. Amen. And we will be raptured. We will be caught up to meet him in the air. But there's not going to be time to get your life right when the trumpet sounds. Amen. Amen. And the fact of the matter is I'm preaching this tonight to an apostolic church in the most blessed country in the entire world. And and I feel resistance. No, probably not even not even God help not even conscious resistance, but the fact that it's so ingrained in us the American dream. Amen. Let me tell you something. I'm a citizen of another country. Right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. God, help us. Help us. Lord, if I never have two pennies to rub together, but I know when I lay down at night, I'm on my way to heaven. You talk about an American dream. He said, looking for and hasting unto the coming of the day of the Lord. When was the last time you woke up and said, man, I wish the Lord would come and come quick? Oh, Jesus. Amen. We're part of the American church. We were like, oh, God. Don't, don't come back till I get that Corvette. Jesus. Come on, we can laugh about it, but the fact of the matter is that Satan has crept in to the culture of the American church. Amen. And, and a lot of times, if, if you're honest, the last thing on your mind is the coming of the Lord. The last thing on your mind is the imminent return of Jesus Christ. We've got to be ready. Amen. We got to make it. We got to make it. If, 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 you don't, if you don't accomplish anything else in your day, today or tomorrow, you got to make sure I'm ready. I'm ready to meet the Lord. I, I, I'm hung up on this right now, but I don't feel a release yet. I, I, I feel a mandate in the spirit to preach to the church. Amen. We got to focus in on eternity. Amen. We got to focus in that this life is like a vapor. It's here today and it's gone tomorrow. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God, oh God, oh God. 
we, we, we harp on Acts 2.38 and, and it's good. It's the message of salvation in the dispensation of grace. Then Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost for the promise is unto you, to your children and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. And everybody say and. And with many other words. Amen. That's just the beginning of the message. And with many other words did he testify and exhort. What was he saying? Save yourselves from this untoward generation. There was, there, there was a lot of words preached that day. There was a lot of exhortation. There was a lot of testimony. With many words did he testify and exhort. But when it really boiled down to it, all he was saying was, you have to make sure you're saved. Amen. Amen. I may preach a bunch of words tonight, but really it's all going to boil down to this. You got to make sure you're ready to meet the Lord. Amen. I, 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 don't, I don't feel fear in this house. I, I don't feel, I don't feel a, a spiritual pull like somebody's not going to make it home tonight. But the fact of the matter is you've got to know you may not make it home tonight. You may not wake up tomorrow morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. But we get so caught up in everything. Amen. We get caught up in our job, in our family, finances, career, hobbies, whatever it may be. So many things, so many things fighting for your attention, fighting for your time, fighting for your focus. Amen. We've got to get it in our spirit. I've said it over and over, but I'm telling you, I can't get a release in the Holy Ghost right now. You've got to get it in your spirit. I have to be ready to make it to heaven. I have to be ready to make it to heaven. God. Oh, in the name of Jesus. Come on, right now, why don't you just begin to pray? In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, in the name of Jesus. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 6, Therefore take no thought, saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. At this point, the Jews are the people of God. And the Gentiles are the people that don't know God. And so when he says Gentile, he's not talking about us as, as an American Generation, He's talking about those that don't know, don't know and should not trust in God. He said that's what they worry about. What is he saying? The church shouldn't be concerned about things the way the world is concerned. God, if there could be a reprogramming in the mind of the apostolic church tonight, that tomorrow morning you don't wake up and just 
just worry about what you're going to eat for breakfast. What you're going to wear to work. But there would be something ingrained inside of us that we would wake up and say, I've got to go to that church again and pray. Oh, in the name of Jesus. I got to make it into the presence of God one more time. I have to have a breakthrough one more time. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. There was a man that used to go to FPC. If if I've got the story correct, I believe it was Jimmy Fraley. And, And he would go pray every single day at the church. And one day he told Bishop Holmes, he said, before I ever leave the house, I kneel down and I pray for almost 20 minutes. And just inquisitive. Bishop said, well, brother, if you're coming to pray, why do you kneel down and pray? He said, because, Bishop, what if I don't make it to the church? God, that the mindset of an old timer would get in a new generation. Above all else, I must be saved. In the name of Jesus, amen. For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. But you seek, seek ye, you seek first the kingdom of God. This is the alignment of priority. When, when those who don't know God, they're worried about what are we going to drink? What are we going to eat? What are we going to wear? How are we going to pay the bills? He said, that's what people that don't know God should worry about. But you've got a father in heaven. And he knows you have need of all these things. Come on, there's, a, there's an Elijah by the brook during a famine when, when nobody else can find anything to eat. God knows where he's at. I, I don't want to push your faith too much tonight, but do you think that God's hand is slack now? Do, do you think he can't perform now like he performed then? the Holy Ghost in this house. Amen. God doesn't need the Dow to be at 38,000 to provide for his people. The Dow could go to zero tomorrow and God doesn't care. God owns the cattle on a thousand hills and he controls every raven on earth. Come on, I'm, I'm coming against some things that are ingrained in your mind right now with the word of God. I feel like the spirit is wanting to change the way you perceive some things. It's time for you to get focused on God. Seek ye first the kingdom of God, his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Amen. Amen. We live in the... We live in the day of technology, ultra-connected, the information age. The Bible says that knowledge would increase. Amen. 
And so we are the generation of news cycles. <clears throat> Political cycles. Fear. Amen. Bad news is good ratings. And so they sow negativity constantly. Oh, God. I'm about to come against some things that have crept into the minds of apostolics in 2024. Amen. Oh, God, help me. If, if, we, if we ever should have gotten our priorities right, it should have been when COVID hit. Amen. We should have realized... And if you think there's not another one lurking around the corner, amen, amen. If 102.9 can't sell it to you, AFR will. They're talking about disease X in the same lab that COVID came from. And, and it's 100% mortality rate in genetically modified mice and, and all of these things. Let me tell you something. If, if God, help me to preach this right now. They're peddling fear. They're, they're selling you a problem. And then they're trying to sell you a solution. But the fact of the matter is that my God is... Come on, church. Come on, church. He said, don't fear the one that can kill the body, but you better fear the one that can kill the body and cast a soul in hell. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. We get so caught up in rigged elections and, and messed up primaries and caucuses. And we get so, they're, they're talking about a threat from China and Russia right now. Let me tell you something. Get that mess out of your mind and get focused on God. Brother Kyle read it tonight. As a matter of fact, he asked me to help him find it. I didn't pick it, but it's the cornerstone of everything I felt to preach tonight. Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Well, Brother Moach, you know you have to be informed. Let me tell you something. In the name of being informed, we have subjected ourselves to be conformed. Well, I'm walking the plank now. Here we go. Amen. I'm telling you, God, help me right now. We, we are not to fear what they fear. God has not given us a spirit of fear. He gave us a spirit of power, of love, of a sound mind. Come on, the old timers used to say he's a mind regulator. When you look into the word there in the Greek, it means he's a mind moderator. He moderates the information. I'm telling you, I feel so much Holy Ghost right now. Amen. There's people sitting on their chairs staring at me like I'm going to go check Facebook for the news as soon as you finish preaching. God bless you. Let me tell you who God didn't show the famine to in Egypt. 
on. Come on. They're talking about a food shortage so they can sell you their emergency pack. God showed it to a man of God by the name of Joseph. And the man of God knew how to respond. I'm telling you, I've heard so many, so many peddlings of fear since 2019, 2020. And we're all still here. Have you starved to death since 2020? Well, God, help me to preach this right now. Let me tell you something. If you think, if you think that Alex Jones is going to figure out when the next great famine and drought is going to be, and he's going to be the messenger to warn the people of God to get ready, you have been conformed. You know what that word conformed means? It means to be fit into someone else's pattern. Amen. Our world is trying to take the minds of apostolic. The ones filled with the Spirit of God. Who stood on the edge of nothing. And said, let there be light. And there was light. Holy Ghost. Oh, Jesus. Man, I feel like I'm standing... At the front line of battlefield all by myself. With a big target painted on my chest. But you know what? I feel the Holy Ghost backing me up. And if the Holy Ghost is backing me up, I ain't about to back up. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. 2020, I was... Living in Hot Springs Village. And I was getting texts. Oh, you know there's about to be a food shortage. You need to go buy up. God forbid you starve to death. You know how many times I've heard that since 2019? And I'm still gaining weight. God help us right now. I was at the chiropractor the other day. He's popping my back. He said, man, you know, China, Russia, they're, they're poised to strike our, our, what is it, the grid, the electricity grid. We could be without power for eight to ten days before anything is happening. It's going to totally shut down commerce. You need to, you need to stock up. Are, are, are you stocked up on food? You know what I was thinking? Doc, I'm stocked up on prayer. is going to have to go through that tribulation and so so you need to get ready I'm ready I've got a prayer life I feel the Holy Ghost right now and if God chooses to let me starve to death to be absent from the body is to be present 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on. Come on. We, we, we've got to refocus. We've got to put our focus on the God who controls everything. Come on. He is not limited in power. He is not limited in provision. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's go a little further. So I was a big news guy. I loved, man, I grew up riding down the road with my papa. Listen to Rush Limbaugh, EIB Network. Excellence in broadcasting. Behind the golden mic today. Man, the myth, the legend. Rush Limbaugh. Do you know the 2016 political cycle? took a turn, and it crossed lines that I believe every apostolic needs to be aware of. There are things, there are things being propagated into the news that apostolics have no business even thinking about. I feel the Holy Ghost, and I'm just going to take my liberty. Amen. You, 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 can't, you can't just ride on the well we're supposed to be informed and override the number one source of information in human history, the Bible. <laughs> Ephesians chapter 5. Here's some word for you. And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. For it is a shame. Everybody say a shame. Shame. Even to speak of those things which are done of them in secret. Man, 2012 was gun control and Obamacare. 2016 was some of the filthiest, most vile trash you could imagine. And you know what? That's when I turned the news off. Why? You don't want to be informed? Yeah, I want to be informed. I do want to be informed. I know how to vote. I vote for the people that believe in life. Amen. Amen. We are streaming. Amen. We still believe in the sanctity of life. Okay, that, there's, your, there's your information right there. Okay? There's some things you never even need to allow to circulate in your mind. Amen. And just because they talk about it on the news does not mean that it's appropriate for a Holy Ghost filled, holy, separated, apostolic child of God. To be carnally minded is death. Oh, well, I'm just being informed. No, you're dying. The more you let that garbage in your mind, you're dying. And you get a touch on Sunday night. Oh, God, I I don't even know. This, This ain't even like me. I just feel the Holy Ghost. We We preach television out of the church. But then they just watch Fox News on their phone. Yeah, 
it's the same garbage that's on television. When, when, did we, when did we come to think that that's appropriate? Well, I, I, I wouldn't watch it on the TV. Well, you're watching it on Facebook. We, we didn't preach against TV because the box was sinful. It's because the content was sinful. That was the premise for preaching against Hollywood. I will set no wicked thing before my eyes. I hate the very works of them. That was the entire principle. That Lot living in Sodom vexed his righteous soul in seeing and hearing their unlawful deeds. It wasn't about his unlawful deeds. His soul was vexed by their unlawful deeds. Well, how, how was he vexed by that? He was watching it and he was listening to it. Maybe this is Wednesday night Bible study. Or maybe, maybe we'll, <laughs> we'll just do like pastor does and just drop the plow. Church, you, you, have to, you have to realize what this world is trying to do to you. They're trying to take your holy and sound mind. And they're trying to mash it into a mold. So that you think like they think. And you talk like they talk. And you vote like they vote. And you buy what they buy. And you sell what they sell. Amen. God help us right now. God help us right now. To be carnally minded is death. Get a breakthrough. Amen. You, 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 go, you go listen to whoever or watch whatever. And, 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 and your mind just, it, it, it's fear and it's chaos and it's confusion. And you come in and you're trying to pray and, 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 and you're worried about, you, oh my, is somebody videoing me or are they, somebody watching me right now? KJB? Is it KJB? I'm used to KJV. KGB, whatever it is. I don't know. <laughs> Amen. Amen. You know, there. Well. I had somebody text me the other day. They bought a set of headphones. And they said, this is probably overkill for a Sean Ryan podcast. I'd never heard of Sean Ryan before in my life. But you know what? He popped up on a podcast the next day. One text message. And now Sean Ryan is being, is being advertised in my podcast. I still don't know who Sean Ryan is. Amen. Yeah, they probably are listening to you. They, they, they may, artificial intelligence may be sorting through your text messages. But you know what? That shouldn't be your number one concern. Name of Jesus. Amen. If you can go a day without ever worrying about the fact that you didn't come to the church and pray, but you're worried about a food shortage. Your priorities are direly out of whack. Come on. Come on, church. Come on. We've got to get back to the word of God. We've got to get back to the things of God.
Amen. It's time for the church to quit allowing the world to shape its mindset and opinions by the world's narratives. Amen. You have the most truthful, long-standing, reputable narrative in human history in your hand. Come on, whose report will you believe? God forbid, Holy Ghost filled apostolics get up in the morning, read the news, and never touch the one true narrative. Because somebody's got to get it tonight. Hallelujah. 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 But to be spiritually minded is life. Everybody say, is life. But it's not just life. It's life and peace. Amen. Yeah. You don't have to be worried about what they're worried about. Oh, no. No. Would, would, it, would, it, totally, would it totally wreak havoc on our day-to-day life if our grid went under? Absolutely. Would we survive? Absolutely. Amen. Come on, church. Oh, God. I feel a burden in my spirit. Amen. We're, 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 in, we're in the days where people are getting so caught up in what they are saying. That the apostolic preacher can step to the pulpit and say, you're going to be all right. And there's a conflict in the mind. Well, you, 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 you don't know what's going on over there. And you don't know what they said. And, and, and you, do, do you not see the signs of the times? I do see the signs of the times. I do. And I believe the coming of the Lord is nearer than it's ever been. It's an imminent return. The question is, what's the proper response to that knowledge? Is it to hide in the bunker? No, come on, if, 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 if you get to listening to the news and, 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 and you hear everything that's going on in school and college and, and society and all these things, you, you'll get it in your mind. Well, nobody even wants this message. Church, now is the time when everybody needs this message. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God. Amen. When you allow your mind to be conformed to the fit, to the mold of 2024. Well, this one, this is going this way. And, and, and there's no hope for this. And there's no hope for that. Okay. Can, can we get one thing straight? Do you believe the Bible? Okay, we all believe the Bible, right? Okay, now, 
Let's, I'm not going to quote it exactly, exactly right, but the Bible does say that he sets one up and he sets others down. Did you know that every world leader right now is the position that God put them in? Let, let, let's, let's just let's revisit that. Amen. Did you know that Joe Biden is your president? Whether you voted for him or not? Amen. Why? Well, well they, they stole the election. Oh, if they did, God allowed it because he sets one up and he sets another down. It's like, do I clap or do I not clap? No. It, it, this is the fact of the matter because the, the world wants to tell you that everything's out of control. I'm here to tell you the Bible tells you that God is in control of everything that we think is out of control. <laughs> Hallelujah. Come on, don't, don't, don't let some yahoo on the news tell you that, that everything is in crisis and chaos and there's no control and there's no hope. There's absolute hope because God is still on the throne. The carnal mind is enmity against God. When you get to thinking in terms of the natural, you are literally headbutting God. Amen. Well, I don't know why I can't feel God. It's enmity. It's a collision every time you come near Him. The carnal mind is enmity against God. For it is not subject to the law of God. Which is this right here. The carnal mind is more easily subjected to the opinion pieces of man than the law of God. Amen. Whose report will you believe? Do you know that the, the, the Bible, and, and this is kind of an overlooked statement. I know that the children of Israel marched for 40 years in the wilderness. Wherein an entire generation died off. But did you know the ten that brought an evil report? They died instantly. They didn't get to walk around for 40 years before they died. Amen. Why? Because God was trying to establish a precedent. That you need to kill the voices. Come on. You need to kill the voices. In your life that are in opposition to the word of God. Come on, if, if you want to live and you want to have peace. And if you want to be what God has called you to be. It's time to get a hold of the voices that are subject to the law of God. Okay. I'm hurrying. It is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then they that are in the flesh cannot. Everybody say cannot. They cannot please God. But ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. 
if so be that the Spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. How do you know you have the Spirit of Christ? Well, the initial evidence is that you speak in tongues. Amen. And then I believe that the continuing evidence is tongues and the fruit of the Spirit. Amen. So, if any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. Okay, how do you know that? How, how do you know that you have the Spirit of Christ? Well, you just come get a breakthrough. This isn't going to be super revelatory in the next 10 minutes. Amen. You just come pray until you break through. And the Holy Ghost begins to pray through you again. What's the fruit of the Spirit? Love, joy, peace, not confusion, not chaos, not anxiety, not depression, not fear. It's peace. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Romans chapter 12. You've heard it read tonight in your hearing. I beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of God. That you present your bodies a living sacrifice. Holy and acceptable unto God. Which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed. There are no ifs. There are no buts. There's an and. And be not conformed. This is not a question. It's a command. Do not be conformed. God help us. Hallelujah. Don't be conformed to what? To this world. That means what they're afraid of, you're not afraid of. Because you didn't allow them to take that mold and to mash you into it. Come on. Come on. Be not conformed to this world. The, the, the fashion of the world. What is the fashion of the world? What, 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 what are they fashioned after? Fear. Idolatry? Amen. Come on. Don't, don't buy the trash that they're selling. Amen. They want, you to, they want you to worship who they worship. Amen. I'm a realtor. I've got a, I've got a business account. A real estate business account. On Gmail. You know how many emails I've got about the big game this Sunday? Yeah, don't, don't miss the big game. Don't miss. They, they, they're, trying to, they're, trying to, they're trying to form you into their mold. These are our gods. Worship our gods. No. I'm not going to be conformed. I, I tell you where I'm going to be during the big game. Don't miss church next Sunday night. Amen. You come here. If you want the biggest party in the world, you come right here next Sunday night. Why? Because we're not going to be conformed to this world.
Half of America next Monday morning will wake up drunk and depressed, hungover, because their God lost a battle. Let me tell you something. If you come in here and you ain't worshiping the devil, 100% of you, your God's going to win the battle. Amen. Don't be conformed to this world. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Be not conformed to this world. Amen. We don't worship their gods. Amen. We don't, God, we don't sing their songs. Oh, Jesus. Amen. This world is not my home. I'm just a passenger. <laughs> my treasures are laid up somewhere beyond the blue. Jesus said, don't lay up treasure here where moths and rust and thieves can get it. You lay up treasures there. Don't be conformed. In the name of Jesus. Amen. But be ye transformed. Amen. In the Greek, it's very, very, very similar to our word metamorphosis. Do we would understand like when a caterpillar goes into a cocoon. And all of a sudden emerges a butterfly. Amen. What happens? What happens in the process of metamorphosis, the transformation? It is that, uh, for, for lack of a better term, a being encloses itself. From its surroundings. What is out there. Is not going to affect. What's going on in here. Be transformed. I feel the Holy Ghost. Come on. It, it, it's time for you to understand. I, I just read today. It, it goes all the way back to the book of Leviticus. We don't just get it from Corinthians where he said, come out from among them and be ye separate, saith the Lord. It goes all the way back to Leviticus. He said, I've separated you from other people. I've separated you from the other nations. I, why? Because I don't want you to be conformed by their thought patterns, by their thought processes, by their... Come on. Come on, be transformed. That means you close things out. You get by yourself. You say, God, I want something to change in me. And I'm going to stay right here until something changes. Amen. When I came back from Amity in October and and. Uh, I was, after just a little while, I was riding down the road or, or talking on the phone, something like that, to Philip Guerin. And, and he said, uh, he said, you know, you would come back to preach and, and for, forgive the personal references, it just fits. He said, you would, you, you've, you would come back to preach, he said. And, and, and I told my mom, he said, I, I don't really know what's happened. But that's not the Darren that left. Amen. I'll tell you what happened. Is that I got in a place where I was closed out from a lot of things. Amen. 
And there's something that begins to shift when you get into a place where it's just you and God. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Amen. And the fact of the matter is that, that, that now, now there, there are things, there are things that people see in, in, in my life and in your life. Everybody can tell this story. There are things that people see now and they don't really know where they happened or, or, or when they changed or, or what the process was. But if, if the mic was passed around to each individual in this church, I believe the story would be something like, well, I was walking through a trial or I was in a situation or, or I went into a consecration and, and I really, I had to find my way underneath the pew and I had to close out a lot of voices and I had to close out a lot of things and I had to I had to quit allowing those things to mold me and to shape hallelujah amen amen caterpillar closes itself in and it's a dark place amen no light from outside sometimes the darkest moments of your life amen the time when when if it feels like everything is closed in around you and you're separated from it, that, that, that's the time when things really start to change in your life. Amen. Don't be conformed, but be transformed. How? By the renewing of your mind. Because if you never change how you think, you'll never change how you act. I'm so close to being done. If a musician could come, don't stand yet. Amen. Amen. There, there is something, something that has to happen in your mind. And the fact of the matter is that all these voices and all these pressures and all these things, they're not coming after your body. They're coming after your mind. Because they know if they can harness the mind, they control the body. Amen. If they can get you scared enough, you'll act. Amen. They just have to get a hold of the mind. And so the writer to the apostolic church in Rome. Amen. The, the, the central city, the empire of that day that was trying its dead level best. To change the speech and thought and action of every individual on earth. The Roman Empire. The Apostle Paul would write to them and say, listen, don't be conformed. Well, they, 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 they're the biggest political structure in the entire world. They control the world. It don't matter. Don't be conformed. But you got to be changed. craziness the craziness of a man historians would say ran ran to his execution not ran from it ran to it the apostle Paul why? because he had an understanding to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord Let's stand together. In the name of Jesus.
name of Jesus. The same apostle Paul would write in 2 Timothy chapter 1 to Timothy. Probably at this time the bishop of the church in Ephesus. Wherefore I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God. What's the gift of God? It's the Holy Ghost. Which is in thee by the putting on of my hands. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear. Writing to Timothy in the midst of chaos. He said, Timothy, you need to remember God didn't give us fear. He gave us power, love, sound mind. The word power here in context, the power which the resurrection of Christ has for instructing, reforming, elevating, tranquilizing the soul. Amen. For reforming. Everybody say reforming. Amen. He said, God didn't give you fear, but He gave you a power. A power that reforms. So let me speak to the one tonight for just a few moments who you've allowed. The voices to conform your mind. Amen. And you don't know how you're going to make it another day. There's voices in the apostolic church that are voices of doubt and unbelief. Amen. God, this ain't a pulpit that's going to peddle fear. Come on. We're going to have faith in the last days. So to the one, to the one whose mind has been mashed into the mold. Oh, they're coming for me. Let me tell you about a power. A power that takes that mind that's been mashed, pressured into the mold that the world wants you to wear. And it reforms oh you don't want to be afraid let, let me take control of your mind start to reform to transform in the name of Jesus it's the power of the Holy Ghost but he said Timothy you've got to stir up the gift Breakthrough is a must. Breakthrough is not a plus. It's a must. It's not an addition. It's the necessity. Amen. Because when you come in and you begin to start, no matter how far into fear or, 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 or chaos or confusion or anxiety or depression or Whatever it may be, you find your way into a Holy Ghost prayer meeting. The power of God begins to work on your mind. Let me tell you, you'll walk out different than you walked in. 
You can be walking through the same hell you walked in with. And you'll walk out with a different mindset. Why? Because you were transformed. Come on, I wonder if the church could gather in the altars tonight. I want us to pray together. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Come on, that our focus would be different. Come on, why don't you let the Holy Ghost work on you for a few moments tonight? Hallelujah. 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 Come on, whatever it is you're walking through, why don't you pray until you have a different mindset about it? Come on, the circumstance doesn't have to change as long as the mindset can change.